This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a baby daddy situation, a strip club waitress, and a badass out in the wood who needs help. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam York Labs are every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep spreading the word, people. You got to keep telling people. I know this podcast has been in your life for a long time. Maybe you're just getting into it. If not... It can get old. You can be like, ah, you know, Jared always says, tell a friend or tell a coworker or a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, an uncle, an aunt, you know, anyone with ears. He always says it, but like, you know, it's enough. And then you just keep taking your free J train. It's free, baby. Here's what it, here's what it costs to listen to this. Spreading the word. Take a screenshot. Make it your Instagram story. That's a uninvasive way to get in people's faces and let them know what you're doing. Do it. Get it going. And I'll keep sending the emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I got some dates coming up. Um, we're doing a live you up podcast at the Comedy Cellar Village Underground. The 8 p.m. sold out, bitch. You're late. You're late. We added a 10 p.m. So go to ComedyCellar.com. Get reservations for that. I'm going to be in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I didn't even, I've been forgetting to mention, I'm going to be, I got, before we get to that, I'm going to be in Atlantic City at the Borgata, May 20th through 25th. That's the Borgata, Atlantic City. I'll be there at the Red Box Theater doing shows. And then I'm going to be at Wise Crackers, Mohegan Sun. Uh, that's the Mohegan Sun Poconos on June 1st and 2nd. Mohegan Sun Poconos, June 1st and 2nd. So if you got a crew, bring them out. We'll talk, um, do some jokes. I'm also coming to Las Vegas, Nevada. The Comedy Cellar, Las Vegas, June 20th through 24th. And we got more dates coming. Some special dates coming down the pike. I'm very excited about today's guest. An OKP, original key player. Fop, friend of the pod. Justin Smith, thank you for coming back. Dude, thanks for having me, man. This is one of my favorite things. It's good to see you, man. What's going on? Oh, nothing, man. I just uh, I just got back to the city. I'm, I'm feeling excited. You've been on the road, OTR. Yeah, yeah on the road, man. Where you been? Uh, I've been every. I've been all over the place, man. I was I was just in uh, in Wilkesbury, PA. You were there at that... Wisecrackers. Okay, that, good time. That room is. Uh, bananas and it's run by an even more bananas family like, they're great people like like incredible like i've been going there a long time they're the good people oh my gosh like i just i like i first of all i like i do comedy but i'm also a, a nerd about it sure and i've never sat down and been out nerded 
Yeah, by, Nick is a good guy. Oh he knows gosh. comedy. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. <laughs> Dude, the, I mean, like, for real, like, I'm sitting there, and, and he's, like, I also think that my my knowledge of comics extends further than, hey, this guy, you know, this guy or that guy. Mm. Like, it goes back a few generations, but his, like, he has he has the comedic, comedic taste of somebody that's, like, 65 years old. Love it. But he's also, he also is very connected to, like, now. So And we had a great conversation even about you. Oh, uh And just about how, kind. yeah, it was great, so. My butthole was burning. <laughs> I could feel it. I knew I was being actually. I, I, actually, we didn't even talk about you at all. I just oh. want to get one of those feather caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, all, that's all I want. <laughs> the feather hats are out. Listen, if you want a feather hat, um, I put them on my Instagram. The link is on my Instagram. Go click that link. Get that feather hat, baby. Uh, Justin Smith is on Instagram at Justin Smith Comedy, and you're going back on the road, yeah. and you're opening for a couple people that people might be going to see anyways. Right, right, right. Nick Swartzen, Nate Bargatze. Right. I'm actually I'm excited. I just did a, a run with Nick in uh, Texas. I got to do... Uh, like all these theaters and stuff mm. that I grew up knowing. Like I just I, like the majestic in Dallas and uh, uh, the those crowds got to be crazy. Oh, they're, for Nick they're incredible. Yeah, they're they're crazy. They're because awesome. he's a crazy act. Yeah, like he's you know not crazy, but I'm saying like he's lie you know rambunctious. Yeah, he's uh, you know so I would think the audience took takes on him a little bit. Well, yeah, and he's 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 a he's a fun dude. He's a great like he's fun. It's, it's That's a, what it's I've a, always it's heard. a fun time. Um, but it's not just fun. He's also a great comic. Like, yeah. I'll say this. There's no comic that I've ever watched or met that can get from setup to punchline mm. but not be like a joke, joke comic. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah, like you're in like, on every story, right, every right. word. You want to hear him say what's and it, next. And it takes so little time to get there. So like people – I've heard people say th different things about who he is and what he is on stage. But the fact is, is that dude can get from the start of something – to in the middle of something, and he's—I mean—and people are in there like the laughs along the I way. I mean, like I'm talking like, uh, I, like, n like Night at the Apollo, uh, uh, Def Comedy Jam. Like I'm talking like Belly Martin laughs. Lawrence in the '90s, yeah, just rolling on the floor laughter, uh, just and just and he's just and he's just crushing it. Yeah, always. dude, he's funny as hell. So I mean, if you're gonna go see Nick Swartz, you're gonna see Justin Smith. Yeah, well, in this, in this next run, you are like uh, I'm with him at Foxwoods. And then uh, the Wilbur Theater in uh, Boston. It'll be great. Yeah. So all of you go follow Justin. He's so funny. He's great. At Justin Smith Comedy. Are you ready for some emails? Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm help these I'm, people. I'm absolutely ready. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Wizard of Weddings, I need your help. <laughs> That's me, the Wizard of Weddings, the, 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 the Climax Czar. The King of Brunch. I mean, I got to omelet overlord. I, I I wish I wish I had you about two weeks ago with my because like I was in a wedding. You were in a wedding. I was in a wedding. How was it? Uh, well, for I mean, it was all right. It turned out okay, but the fact the fact was is that uh, the I was so big mm. that I altered uh, what the groomsmen could wear. Oh man, uh, that's it's, rough. It's, it was it was the weirdest. That's rough because then the girl the girl getting married is like you're the reason we yeah, couldn't yeah. have. Oh, it was cummerbunds, and it was a last minute thing too. So yeah. It was great. Uh, so she went and got ties for everybody. So instead yeah. of having the groomsmen buy this shade of ties, she went to like Men's Warehouse and rented ties. 
So a tie rental. Yeah, and okay. they weren't like tie tie like they were like the prom clip on ties, sure. whatever. And so I and the, Very like, high like, end. I'm from Oklahoma, but even I was like, come on, that's that's a little that's a little trashy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> clip on tie. I hope she never listens to this, but it's like, but uh, she clips it on and, and and by the way, I knew it was gonna be a problem for anybody that doesn't know how it works in the big world. Uh, in the big, big world, big guys yeah. have longer ties. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, because we bigger stomachs. Sure. And so it's got to get over that hill. And, and so literally, all these guys put their ties on, and they're like they they look great. They sure. look perfect. And then my tie just looks like I'm wearing like I'm a Southwest airline stewardess with a silk Hilarious. handkerchief. Yeah. Like it looked like I mugged the no- ring bearer for his tie. <laughs> is what it looked like. <laughs> Nothing can ruin a suit like a tie that's the wrong length. And then and then but the the, the guy that's about to get married. And by the way, in like 20 minutes, he's yeah. about to get married, and he just goes. Yeah, I can't let you go up there like that. And I was like, so I'm thinking, oh, are we so gonna... everyone went tieless, and everybody just jerked them off. And uh, you probably yeah. did them a favor because 20 years from now they're gonna be like, well, we didn't have. Uh, you would have looked at the clip-on ties and been like, that looks ridiculous. Open shirt, right? It's springtime, yeah. baby. Open yeah. shirt. Except for the fact that we had to go, like, it, like uh, it just it looks weird. Like I don't know. It's one time I was at a wedding and I I know it. You cannot fuck up the groomsman attire. You just can't. No. If you don't, you just can't be that guy. You have no. to just go along with whatever they say. Don't try and divert. Don't try and like, you know, ah, I feel comfortable in my own suit. If they say it's black suits and they send you the the product number, right. you got to fucking do it. Well, that's because- why that's why the suit is so important because mm. li- like literally if you have a suit for uh, anybody can find a way to 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 make it work. You understand mm. like if like if I'm a big guy, I don't I don't like the belt. Okay. I love. I'm a suspender guy. Sure. So if I'm wearing a suit, I like to wear suspenders, and that means I can throw a vest on. I yep. can do it. You can you can mix it up. You can change. You up. can make it look good. You can alter. It, but that's you can but, Mr. Potato Head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. But but when you just have just a shirt and pants, you're like you're all out there. You're exposed. Well, this is the thing guys do a lot is the girl will be like, oh, or the guy will be like, okay, we're all doing these suits, right? And they'll send out the website and where to get it, and then every guy will look at it and go, well, I got that suit. I don't need to buy it now. And then you fi- you figure out, well, yours has a pinstripe on it, and everyone else is on, in a solid color of the suit. Like, we're all such fucking idiots with this. That, like, and then only person that notices is the bride-to-be. She goes, well, why is he in the one thing? He couldn't just do the thing. One time, I did that thing. It was the first wedding we all went to. And I was like, oh, I got it. I have my own tux. We're all wearing tuxes. I go, how different could a tux look? And then get to the thing, and my, the, you know, the buttons that go on the suit, or on the shirt, what are they called? What are the buttons called? The You know, you have the cufflinks, but then you have, like, the fake buttons, you know, like, the gold buttons that go into... Like, the covering buttons. The covering buttons. So I had a tuck shirt that was just a shirt that didn't have the buttons. And they had these buttons, and we get there, and I'm like, they're like, you got your tux? I'm like, yeah, we're good. And then everyone starts taking out these little metal buttons. And I'm like, <laughs> what are those? And they're like, well, that came with the order that you had to put in. And I was like, well, I didn't put in the order. I have my own tux. And they're like, what <laughs> no, the fuck? I like how your eyes got so big. Right I, well, there. because then because then it's not. it, it became this whole thing. Well, well, you gotta have the buttons. I'm like, and then I'm the one sitting there going, why do you gotta be such a dick about your wedding to the guy who's getting married? He's like, why are you such a dick for not doing the shit we asked you to do? Months ago. That's why brides lose their mind. Whenever a woman gets married, like, like, because it's always other people just going, 
Why, why are you being crazy? Yeah, you're, just being crazy. Relax. You're, being, you're being crazy. You're being crazy. You're being crazy. And then they show up the day of and nobody shits ready. And then they can't but understand. So the, the idea that we have to have that I would ruin a picture because it doesn't have one single button that has a little silver thing around the side. I was saying, like, I was like, this is a very small thing. And then they made me like clip in the buttons. Meanwhile, if you're going to post a photo on Instagram, you take 45 to make sure you get the right angle. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that takes two seconds. This isn't a fucking three-month thing where I got to spend another $500. Wizard of Weddings, I need your help. Hello, Papa JT, Mr. 666, and hilarious guest. Big fan of the pod. I make all my friends listen, and my roommate and I are obsessed, so I consider yourself feathered. You always talk about handling and hooking up at weddings, but I feel like it's always more geared towards males. I'm looking for advice on weddings as a young female. So I'm a plus one to my best friend's cousin's upcoming spring wedding. My best friend's cousin's, okay. She didn't want to go alone, and I know her family pretty well, So as we've been friends for 12 years. I'm 22 years old. This is the first wedding I'll be going to that isn't my own family. I'm obviously going to try and take advantage of the situation. Here we go. This is the wedding music is playing. The, and play out the, that hot stranger at a wedding fantasy. Any advice on what to do, what not to do, guys to go for, ones to avoid, as I am more of a guest, uh, what's some proper wedding hookup etiquette? So she's going as the plus one for her friend. Right. It's like two ladies, we're going to go have a good time. What would your advice be? Uh, I mean, I always I always try to, like, if you're... if. It, I always think try to match, find your shadow, mm. a, a, like across the way. Does that, does that make sense? So like, find the person that's in a similar situation as you, and that's an easy icebreaker, mm -hmm. and you can kind of find your way in. Be fun, but not like too over the top. Don't like it. And yeah. like, as as the wedding, like this is what I learned at that wedding in particular, is the longer that you hang out. The, the more fun the party gets because Absolutely. you have you have That's a you have casual kind of acquaintances aunts and uncles their feet hurt they're yeah. they, you know they get that first drink in them or whatever mm -hmm. and they're and they're done it's time to take a nap mm -hmm. they got that whatever horseshit casserole I, you're totally in them. right you got the first of all you're going with a friend so your friend is more the in the driver's seat of this whole thing right the first thing with any wedding uh, as a lady. You can get too drunk too quick because it's a lot of lady-friendly drinks, champagne, white wine, fruity. You know, this is what the bachelor, you know, the, the groom's groom, the groomsman, right. groomswoman drink. Wedding, wedding cocktails. Wedding cocktails. Right. All these things are female-friendly enough because they're sweet and it's not, you know, you're not having a beer. So then girls get way too much too soon. And you can't gauge it because you don't really know how much alcohol Tough, is in you it. You have no idea what's coming into you. So... That's my first piece of advice for any lady. The other thing for hooking up, you, what Justin said is exactly right. None of the hookups happen. The real winners that you want to hook up with are at that after party. And you go through the dance, you're on the dance floor, you're having fun, you're meeting everybody. Hey, what's up? I'm so-and-so. The other thing about a wedding is you don't have to explain why you're there. That's why that movie Wedding Crashers kind of works because right. they're like, yeah, I'm with the so-and-so. I'm with the, the, and no one asks another question because really there's no reason to ask any more questions. You're here. And in fact, in most weddings, people just like, I don't even know why I'm here. I kind of, I kind of know this person. Everyone feels weird for being and there. Got, unless and they got they, the paperwork. Yeah, unless they are like literally the fucking bride or groom. Right. And even they feel weird for being there. So... <laughs> 
to this girl, I know she's going to get in like, well, I'm the friend. I don't know. You know, who's going to know me? Everyone feels as awkward as you. So get the fuck out there and stop trying to explain shit. That's the move. And also, like, nobody, nobody's upset that a fun person came to the wedding. Sure. There's so many shitty other bad storylines going on. Nobody, nobody, like, it's kind of that thing where you, you think you walk in a room mm. with, like, everybody's staring at me, and nobody's staring at you. Well, yeah, this is the other thing, but the guys, the guys, the one, the girls that guys go to hook up with are the girls that are out on the dance floor doing their own thing. Right. It's kind of, what happens with dudes is we're so afraid to, like, dance and put ourselves out there a lot of times that we're just kind of sitting there. It kind of feels like the zoo. And we're just picking out the animals that we're like talking about. Like, oh, hey, have you seen that uh, animal in the updo? Have you seen that animal in the with the with the, the ponytail? Right. You know, and we're all sitting around the dance floor talking to each other about who we're trying to get with. And if you're out there dancing, that's you being a part of the you know, ecology right. of this whole thing. So I get out on the dance floor. You gotta just, be dancing. Just making yourself approachable. That's all it is. It's just exactly. creating opportunities. That, that for a female wedding hookup, make yourself approachable. Right. And there's nothing that looks more approachable than the girl who's just dancing just to dance. Oh, I could use a partner or I could have no partner. I don't care. Right. Shouts playing. I'm getting out here. I'm wearing the glasses. I took off the shoes and now I'm wearing the slippers they gave out. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Justin Smith at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Waitress at Gentleman's Club question. <laughs> hey, Papa Jay, feathering your nuts like crazy. I'm obsessed with your podcast. My ex turned me on to you, and I always appreciate him for that. <laughs> My question to you is I recently started a new job as a cocktail waitress at a Gentleman's Club slash strip club. Oh, I don't... I don't... I don't know what the slash was for. We well, we, we got it on the first shot. How does that interview go? Are they like, okay, welcome to the job interview. You're more of a waitress than a stripper. <laughs> well, like, how do you get differentiated? Or maybe I, you come in to be the waitress. I mean, I, I know, I know, I know girls that have done this, and a lot of times it's just they they it's like a seniority to it almost. What do you so, mean? Like, I know uh, girls that I that I went to high school with, which is just fucking hilarious. Perfect. <laughs> You know they, the Hooters interview didn't go well, so now you know yeah. at the strip club now. No, but they they would stri- they started stripping, and then for whatever reason, maybe it's like uh, had a family, didn't really yeah. wa- didn't want to be the girl on the stage anymore, but still was comfortable in the environment and kind of knew that it was like was plus there's men with money, right? I mean, like it's easier it's easier like to justify if you have a kid or a family to work behind a bar, or be a waitress, and not be on stage. Like you can still work, and the yeah. money's still good. It's as good as being on the stage right? without having to be on the stage. Also, it makes you a little bit more dateable, too. You're like, I work at this club, but, you know, you work around topless women, but not be the topless woman. Sure. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big selling point right there. Uh, while I'm in school, she writes. It's just short term, <laughs> but I always feel awkward now, and I don't know what to say when guys ask me where I work. How do you guys think I, guys would view this? If you were on a date with a girl and she told you that, you, would you care? Should I just give up on dating while I'm working this job? Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Well, just know that anytime you say that you work at a, a strip club, this song comes out of my head. <laughs> oh, you're you're a waitress, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you, you start talking louder all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's hey. what up? Uh, what are you? What's, what are you doing? So, what are you in school for? <laughs> this is just getting louder and louder in my head. So are you close with your mom? Yeah. yeah. So uh, so how's college going? How many more semesters yeah. do you have? How long do you transfer to community college? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any kids? What's 
What's uh, what's Twin Peaks interviews like? <laughs> How's Tinder been? <laughs> Meet a lot of weirdos, huh? All right, give it up for Jay. Yeah. Stage four. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry, I can't hear you. Over under, how many dick pics do you get a week? Yeah, is your name, your name's Jade? Or is that the name I just heard in my head? Oh no, it's Felicity. Oh, oh look at Cinnamon's coming at stage uh, five. I really like cinnamon in my coffee. I mean, <laughs> on is my it, Sundays. I'm such a fat fuck that the second he said cinnamon, I was like, oh, like cinnamon twists? <laughs> <laughs> no guy cares. Like, if you were like, yeah, I work at that strip club, I do waitressing there, it's ridiculous. I think acknowledging, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh, oh, I'm a wait. If you're on a date with someone, they're like, I'm a waitress. I'd be like, oh, where, do you, where are you at? I don't. I think guys are way more um, investigatory than they are judgmental. A lot of times, right? Like, uh, it, like as long as you understand how ridiculous it is, that's all yeah. I care about. I need some semblance of. Yeah, I work at this strip club. It's kind of weird. The guys are fucking great, creepy sometimes, but the money is like way too good. Right. Those are all realistic things to say that I'm like, oh, okay, of course. And then I'm going to have more questions. I'm not asking those questions because I'm necessarily like hating on it. I'm asking right. those questions because I'm like, what's you're that in, you're world like? I'm intrigued yeah. by it. Well, I think, I think the other thing too is is this whole situation could be avoided if you just say, I'm a wait. If you pre, if you preempt the, I work at a strip club with, I'm a waitress at a strip club. Yeah, I'm a waitress. Because because here's the thing, it's not like guys aren't gonna know the difference between the two. Sure, they absolutely know the difference between the two. Any and any guy who'd be like, I mean, if anything, it's like a, it's a good way to like test a guy to see if he's like the worst. Mm-hmm. Like if you were like, I'm a waitress at a strip club, and he'd be like, and it, and if, if within ten minutes he's like. So you ever jump up on the stage? You're like, okay, you're not with a good guy. It's you're not, not stripper open mic night. Okay, yeah, calm yeah. down. Like, you know, like if, if, if a lot of these things that like, as long as you call them out before, if they get into a weird town, that means they're a weird person. It's not right. that your job is weird. Right. So it's like, hey, yeah, I work at the, I, I'm a waitress at the strip club. It's kind of an, uh, it's kind of a bizarre setup, but the money's real good and I couldn't really not do it. Uh, I've worked at bars that are empty all the time, and I, you know, had to leave that. Right. And the, if the guy's like, "Yeah, totally," that makes total sense to me. Well, I can tell you one thing: as a, as a dude, that's like when you when you meet uh, a girl, it's so hard. Like the first few conversations, it feels like you're doing a lot of heavy lifting. Sure. And so when you have a girl, it's like, "Oh, I'm a waitress at a strip club." You're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like we can talk about this for a good. Like, well, I'm kind of getting to know you. Yeah. Like I'm gonna tell you something right now. Like a lot of people, for some people, like red flags are my favorite things. Like I met a girl once, and she's like, like within like five minutes of meeting her, she's like. Yeah, uh, I stabbed a guy one time, and most what? people most people be like, "Oh my gosh, that's like a red flag." But to me, I was like, "All right, well, this is what we're clearly going to be talking about for How the last." How did f- she bring that up? It was it was it was re- it was literally that casual. We were we were hanging out, and she just goes, "Yeah." Uh, I I don't remember how she brought it up. She was like, "Yeah, I I, I stabbed I stabbed this dude one time." <laughs> yeah, and, I stabbed. And then, and, then, stab. and then she goes she goes. Yeah, yeah, I could see. I like. I, 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 I like. She was like. I, she was paranoid. She was like mumbling and stumbling and stuff. And uh, I was just like, no, this is great because so now we have something to talk about, and it's not awkward anymore. Like if you get something like this on the table, and you can start talking about it. Yeah. The rest, like well, the boring the, shit, the, is the, easy. The day becomes easy, and like you look 
also like you the best dates are when they get real so right. you you being like yeah waitress at a strip club I get it it's kind of weird you're being real right away and you're breaking down all that fake date talk right that's and, why that's why every rom-com you ever see the reason people connect to those movies is because it's always a bad date or it's like a date gone bad yes. or like a oh my gosh this thing happened or oh my gosh we fell into a dumpster or like like something crazy like that like the essential the essential thing is not super romantic mm. it's chaos yeah and chaos creates realness because you react in that moment so you being real about the job you're gonna get that guy to be his real self real quick right oh when do you get on stage okay time to leave yeah, yeah. or Oh, that's pretty wild. Uh, yeah. Tell me some more about you know what happens with, and if it's an interesting question, yeah. And then this keeps getting louder in his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I mean, so <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. He just keeps thinking. He keeps thinking the, the lyrics "dirty, dirty." Uh, All just <laughs> this is, uh, so. Do you, so do they tip well? <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We have another lady email. Yep. I like this one. Cool chick needs vibes. No, I'm not from Cali. Hey, J-Train. Just wanted to feather your nuts. Female email coming in. I'm a new graduate student graduating, going to Chicago this summer for my job and future career. So she's going to Chicago this summer. Right. My number one goal is sex. Cock getting dick. I am hard right away. <laughs> Can you please tell me how to transfer from college to life to dating and getting dick? How to transfer from college life to dating and getting dick in college? I'm not a slut, a little too good at talking to dudes, and I'm a 779. Please help. Dude friend A adding in, she is not a, <laughs> this is a dude friend adding into the email, not a slut, but very cool and likes to get good dick, so you should help her out. Thanks. So like a guy that wanted to give her a good dick and never got an opportunity. Yeah. That's, that's what that what is it? Like. If they're girl, if a, I mean, this seems like an easy question as a guy to receive. Right. But if a girl's out there and she's like, I just want to get that D. Yeah. What would your advice to her be? Well, first of all, uh, Chicago would be one of the best cities I could say to do that. It's just uh, there. Great spot for D. Hard drinking city. Yep. Uh, I would. I, they have a full lake of D. It's just it's it's great. Um, just I, swimming up right to your hands. The D will eat from your hands. I mean, I, 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 I can't like it's it's so crazy to me that when you hear girls say stuff like this, uh, that it's it's from the other side. You're just like, yeah, like how is what's the Where problem? Where is she? Yeah, Please, like, just, <laughs> yeah, just set, it is set up hard. a red flare. <laughs> it's hard to give advice in it because you would think like, oh, every guy, but you want you know she does specify she wants uh, good dick. But I, you know, you can't really count on that, right? Um, my biggest advice to her is to go out and have fun, and also like with a big group, and let guys be con go with guys that are confident enough to come to you, right? Don't like try to search out guys like you. You know, I think on an app, these I, I would say go away from the dating apps. Go out, meet men in public. Go meet men that are with big groups of people themselves. Um, those are the ones that I think will have the best dick, <laughs> you yeah. know, like guys that hang out in groups because they have friends and right. then your group goes to their friends and you intermingle. Those are the best, most confident guys because they have a life going on. Loner at the bar, not really a life, right. you know, the guy alone. You want people that are 
in the mix. Right. Because they have options. Well, I mean, especially in Chicago. Like, I, I, I've, I've been to Chicago a few times, and if you go anywhere near Wrigley Field during a Cubs game, mm, there, are oh people, my God. there are people That's a good everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go to the Cubby Bear, like, like around game time. A lot and of it's, D rolling around And it's there. on, bro. Yeah, and it, but I'm saying, like, when you're, like, trying to, like, figure out which guy at this bar is a worthwhile participant, you know, as a woman, because... I would think she wants to feel safe. She wants to feel good about her decision. Right. You know, these are all things that, like, maybe we wouldn't think about. We're just like, oh, she wants to fuck. But I'm right. sure she has other things. that She's being very open on this email, and I like her. But at the same time, I'm like, she's looking. I think she needs to be sure that these guys got buddies. Right. Because a guy with buddies has options. He has other things to do. And... You know, staying in public and being out in public and being with friends so that your friends know where you're going. And, you know, there's safety in numbers. Right. But I also feel like the other thing about people with num- – like, when you see gir- – when the girl's like, oh, go out as a group, the problem is is a lot of times girls never leave that group. Yeah. They stay inside. It's like it's like also like with the wedding thing we were talking about. Sure. Is they just stay they, – they dance with the same group of friends. And for some guys – uh, that the group of friends is intimidating because you like it's like it's like uh you're, you're you're by yourself or like maybe you have one or two guys and there's like ten girls like mm. it's it's hard to but I I think if you approach group with the group right go to the three dudes with your three friends what are you guys doing today you go to the game right that that's why Wrigleyville is a great spot for her to go right because it's like hey the game is the conversation hey right. do you guys go to the game where are we sitting what are you drinking let's do shots boom. Right, we fucking in, and then, but I, I, I do think she should stay off the apps. Oh, I, I think agree. what happens if you're a girl looking to get D from the apps, the guys on there are just so lazy that they're they're one lazy because they're gonna say come over, so they didn't even have to leave the fucking house. If you're out in the real world, these are right. people that left the house. That's a good thing. That's a positive thing. Look at how little of a bar we have to go over. <laughs> All you have to do is be someone that left the house to be a suggestible guy. But I'm saying, like, with the apps, it's made it so easy to just get a match and just keep swiping while you hold on to these other people and you end up never meeting. Right. So if you're out of the house, that's your best chance of getting in the house. Right. So to speak. I don't Things also, move quick. I'd also say if you're with a group of friends too, make sure that they know kind of what your game plan is too. Sure. Hey, because, I'm looking to meet dudes because a lot of t- a lot of times get on the same page. They get, That's a yeah, good they, part. Get, they get real protective. You know. Yes. You know if you if you have, you know if you're the quarterback and your offensive line is run blocking instead of pass blocking. Sure. I, also, I just realized this is a female listener, so this may not go well. <laughs> but this is something you should. This is an analogy you should probably learn if you're moving to Chicago. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like if you if you're not on the same page, like things could go really bad. Really also, quick. when you're not on the same page, people get like, you know, people get self-conscious. So if you're out there being like and talking with this guy and then the, one of your friends in the group is like, wait, is she going to like leave me for this guy? Right. It's like, well, yeah, I, this is what I came out for. I think I, as a group, if you guys have a little huddle, we'll go to the football analogy again. Mm-hmm. Get with some girls that are on the same page as you. Four girls that are looking to get with dudes and like really, you know, are just looking to have a fun day. One of you is going to take the hit and be with the awful dude, (laughs) you know, like, you know, like, and maybe you work that game out and that's a fun game with your friends, but also don't do anything you don't feel like doing. Like, you know, be able, you know, say no to people. Uh, the more you say no to people, the good, the, the better the yes will feel because that's someone well, then that you wanted. And then you know? your friends feel good because they helped you out. Like they hooked totally. you up. Like that, they bond you together. And also with the, I, I just think safety and community, safety and numbers, because right. these people, 
you know, there's when you go out, the more people you go out with, the more chances are that they're going to have friends that are out there too that they know from other places of their lives. Right. And that's the best type of D. The type of D that's attached to your friend via an aunt that has to be embarrassed if he acts like a dickhead. <laughs> right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Cool chick needs vibes. We got her covered. Uh, I like this one. Bumble match. Oh, we got a we got a sponsor, don't we? Ooh, I love this sponsor. Do you love to travel? Oh, we got a lot of listeners that like to travel. Yeah. We all love to travel. It's great. For sure. Love it. Listen, travel, you know the hardest part about traveling? Figuring out, putting the whole shit together. Mm-hmm. You want to get the best prices and you want to have the best rooms and all that stuff. So... If you love staying in, uh, listen, I love staying in a nice hotel and I love booking a trip that's easy and I know what I'm getting. So I took a trip recently and listen, all the travel stuff, I travel a lot. We travel a lot. Of course. We do shows. We're looking to get to where we're going with as little stress as possible and we want to Click it, set it, forget it, get it done. Right. We want ease of use. We want right. to pop on our phone and book our ticket, do cheap, it right away. Cheap, cheap, easy, but also like easy to kind of get together, easy to put a trip together. Like I can't tell you how many times I've got to go to this thing and do this thing. I've got to talk to this guy. I've got to make this thing. I've got to, I've got to connect all these different dots. And just, it's 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 a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's, and, if only there was a th- something that could make it like easy, like. Like just to like, I, so I wouldn't have to do all that shit. All you and, and it's a lot of shit to put together. And when you're going on trips, you want to fucking, you know, you want to make sure you're staying at the right place that you're comfortable. Right. So much discomfort in traveling that when you get to where you're going, you want to be comfy and you want to know what you're getting ahead of time. Right. You want to feel like you've already toured the room from online. Right. I spend so much time reading reviews. That's all I. And do. it's just and it's just like oh my like I'm sometimes I just I don't I just I want to just make just make it easy. Why do I have to read? 57 different reviews. So let J-Train help you out. Don't visit a ton of different sites. On tripping.com, one search lets you compare every home from the world's top vacation rental sites in one place to find the best deal on your perfect vacation rental. So if you're going on vacation, you've got to go to tripping.com. They're going to help you out. Vacation rentals offer more, more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, more choices with fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, even hot tubs. Ooh, baby. All the comforts at home and then some. Best of all, tripping.com. You can join millions of travelers who find more savings with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. <gasps> yep. That's 80%. Fuck. So if you're planning spring break on the beach in Florida – Tripping.com. Can't wait to swim in Lake Tahoe this summer? Tripping.com. Dreaming of sitting on the deck of a Smoky Mountains cabin? Tripping.com. This year, saving time and money, you can book your vacation home of your dreams with tripping.com slash JTrain. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash JTrain. Find your perfect vacation rental. Tripping.com slash JTrain. Listen, here's why I like tripping.com. Because right now, you don't want to stay at a hotel. You want to experience vacations. You want right. to go l- stay on the lake this summer? You know how hard it is? I went with a bunch of friends. We stayed at their, my, their, their parents' lake house. The lake house was beautiful, so much fun. I was like, why couldn't we do this without the parent being involved? Why, right. we, we were sitting there walking on eggshells, making sure that we didn't piss off some you know, Mama Joe. Right. And you know, Mama, Mama Smith and Papa Joe. So 
you go to vac- you go you know tripping.com slash J train, you're gonna get deals on places that take you to a place. You know, what I used to love to do when I was working, I like to go on Google Maps and just like search out a random place. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and like a place like Lake Tahoe, you know, a hotel is a hotel experience, but if you had a house on t- on the lake. Go to tripping.com. Can I tell you uh, the bachelor party that I went to for that wedding that we sure. talked about? You know, the one where the tie was way too short. Uh, the the guy who bo- did the bachelor party, we went to like a, a cabin and mm-hmm. he used this website. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it worked was, out. It was great. great. It was great. It was, it was incredible because like it was one of those things where like we went to this place and I was like, I would never would have been here. Sure. It was like this dope cabin. It's like you live in the town. Yeah. Like you're a sniper. Yeah. Moved in for the week. Yeah. You're you're like John Rambo. You're just yeah. like you're just like uh, Who's this new guy in town. <laughs> and listen, now's the time you gotta be planning vacations. May for August. It's too late in August, baby. Yeah. Tripping.com slash J train. Bumble match leads to talking with his long distance friend. Dear tri- day dear J Trizzle my nizzle. I mean, needed your sage wisdom. Longtime listener, big time fan. Keep up the good work. Feather, feather, feather on your goods. Anyways, my story. I matched with this guy on Bumble last July. We talked. Last July? Ugh. We talked, went on dates, and hooked up over the span of six months. He basically would semi-ghost me and not make plans. Classic. I gave him a lot of leeway at first because he is a resident and works crazy hours long in the hospital. Um, that being said, enough slack was cut and he doesn't seem into me. We still chat, but have that feeling, uh, have the feeling there won't be legitimately, he won't legitimately date me, whatever, fuck it. I'm with her. It's over. Yeah. I gave this guy lots of time. Yeah. Like eight months. I gave him eight, I gave him eight months to kind of get his, to, to get figure, his, to to figure get his out how set. to fit me in with becoming a doctor. Recently, he started following me on Twitter after I told him how I was starting to get more into tweeting, how I aspire, and how I aspire to be Twitter famous. Good fucking luck. Um, <laughs> let me just tell you right now. Twitter's fucking dying. I, I, it's not even dying, but it's stunted. Yeah. Well, it's just like... People aren't following... You know, like, listen, there's a time where you could, like, add Twitter people like crazy, and that time seems to be done. Well, it's just like every time you see Twitter, like, like I've never... I've. Very rarely do I see a tweet that's like blows my mind anymore. That, and also people just don't like people have their shits. They're like, this is my funny person. This is my bachelor person. This is right. my news organization. It feels like it's already been like set in stone for people, which I, you know, I add followers, but I really don't that much. He told me I should check out his friend who is actually Twitter famous. He isn't. He just tweets a lot. <laughs> I stalked the friend, and he was hilarious and seemed like he had a big personality. He proceeded to tell the friend about me that I should tweet the friend. I joked the, with the resident how he is pawning me off on the friend, who happens to live in L.A., by the way. I live in Chicago. Love seeing you live. Oh, thank you. I tweeted at the friend that he has a new follower. The friend DMs me, and we have been talking. He added me on Snap, asked for my number. He also asked if I was dating Resident and how he doesn't want to step on any toes. Resident is his dog, blah, blah, blah. To my knowledge, Resident doesn't know that we're talking like this. My question to you, 
How the F do I play this? <laughs> the friend seems super awesome and funny and has even joked about me visiting LA. He allegedly doesn't know how I slept with his friend and claims the first time he heard about me was when he received a resident screenshot about me. I don't have any intentions of talking, taking the guy, LA guy and he, LA guy super seriously, but I feel like resident is trying to get me to leave him alone and using his friend as a distraction. Resident has also told me that he wants to date me someday and that in the meantime, our relationship still grows. Yeah, I know I'm getting played with that. Yeah, you are. Um, yeah. It's odd because he sends me pics of his nephew and has confided in me. He feels depressed at times, sick of residency. He shares a lot and has opened up in some ways. I guess you could say I still like him. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Thank you again for your wise words. Appreciate it. P.S. Um, she attaches pics of her, the resident, and the L.A. guy. Um, what do you think? Uh, first off, the, I mean, this it doesn't matter what they look like. Yeah. BT dubs. Yeah. Just, I just, here's the thing. Just, just do you th like, just do you th like, what? First of all, you should not be worried about stepping on any toes because it sounds like this dude, the dude showing pictures of his nephew, mm -hmm. talking about how lonely and depressed he is. He's texting you because the girl he wants to text is not texting him back. That's what's going on here. He's using you as like an emotional scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he, when he wants uh, the the girlfriend experience type of like, oh, I need somebody to listen to. I need somebody to be vulnerable with. You're holding that bag. That's all it is. Yeah. That's, you're, you're, he's he's letting you take out the trash, and what seems like, oh man, he's he's really like he's really aloof and really kind of on the edge. He's like mm. you know, uh, it, it's kind of is whatever. The fact guys that, don't guys can't go to their guy friends and be like, "Hey man, I'm just feeling down today." We just don't do that. What we go to, well, we try to do that, and then Jared's like, "Oh, I'm busy." Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how that works. I'm just saying, this guy. A lot of girls get these guys that are like, they don't want to commit to them, and then they'll still text them things like he's doing. Right. We're all humans. All guys want to send a picture of a nephew to somebody. Guys want to send, um, you know, how they're feeling on a lonely Tuesday to somebody. But, and, and what they end up doing is they send it to the girl that they won't commit to, but she's the only one that will listen to them. So the, you're the only one that he has that makes him feel good and cozy. Just like you're saying, he, she's holding the bag of the girlfriend only on his hours that he wants right. it to happen. Well, also he could like that's the thing is like what see like it's like a magic trick. It's almost like it's it's almost like a, a, it's an illusion where if he wanted to never talk to you again, mm. the way it's set up is incredibly easy. He can just sever time, block, yeah. block, mm -hmm. block, three blocks, and it's done. Yeah, it's not like you see this guy every day. He could it's go not on a date tomorrow, find a new girl to take over all this emotion for him. And then you'll never hear from him again. Right. The the texting made it so easy to keep up these fake relationships. And it made it so easy to feel like you know someone or feel like someone needs you. He doesn't need you. He needs anybody. If you were just a an automated service that just wrote back, hey, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm here for you. Right. That would work for him. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. out there. And and all the stuff about residency and why he's busy, it's all bullshit. Yeah. He, you know, people find the time when they want to find the time. Yeah. But like, it's the thing is, like, you f like it, being comics, we're on the road all the time. We're busy all mm -hmm. the time. Like, we don't have normal schedules. We work on the weekends. Yeah. 
But we still find time to do stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like it's if you like something or if you're into somebody, you will find the time to be around. As for L.A. dude, um, I don't think he like purposely gave you over to L.A. dude. I think what he did was he was like, oh, he wanted to sound interesting, like he knew someone who was into the things that you're into. He didn't. I don't think he realized that you would go and tweet at the person, and the guy would be like, and I think he he right. didn't realize that. The uh, you know sharks in the water. The guys, like, you know, this other guy's like, whoa. You know, the guy in L.A. is not thinking about his resident friend. He's going, whoa, chick wants to bang. Yeah, chick thinks I'm funny. Yeah, you know, and he's oh, right, and he's you. just like, he's gonna eat that fucking the second, that worm. The second you think a guy's funny, you're in. That's Boom. the biggest unlock, door unlock ever. Uh, you laugh at his jokes, and that there's there's no easier way. To, to sail a ship. Yeah, and that guy on the in L.A. is saying, he's in Johnny L.A. time being like, yeah, if you come over here, I'm going to fuck you because yeah. you think I'm so funny. Yep. So the, so the, 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 the information, the, the advice is twofold. One, you got to stop with the doctor. Right. He's no more than he what he is right now. Right now, he is a, a mirage. He's never going to be an island for you to park on. The L.A. dude, if you go to L.A., yeah, fuck him. But you're not going to do anything more. That guy's a dude that you found over Twitter, and that's a fun thing. That's getting your, you know, getting you a little, uh, right. a little excited because it's something different than the guy who won't commit to you because he thinks that he could do better. Uh, uh, there's a ghost out there. Well, also the guy that always has something going on will always have something going always. on. Always, like, oh, I'm in, I'm in school. Oh, I'm in residency. Oh, I'm a doctor. Oh, I'm there's on always call. Be a thing. Oh, I'm, you know, I've got to go meet with this guy. I've got to go meet this guy. He's important. I've got to go away for this weekend. I got to do this. And it's I gotta, not because yeah. you're not great. It's because something about you didn't convince him. Right. And that's not person. I know that sounds more personal, but I don't mean it that way. I mean it as there was something about you that he was like, ah, you know, there's a ghost out there that I'm thinking of that I think is out there for me. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got some really great emails. Yeah. This next one. They've been, they've been dope so far. At Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. So funny. Problem with secretive baby daddy. I'm in on this one. I am all hey, in on this J-Train. one. Hey, J-Train. Heard you on Keith and the Girl. I've been furiously downloading old episodes of your podcast since then. I have a problem that might be somewhat outside of your usual realm, but I think you are a total mensch who gives amazing non-judgmental advice, and I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. You are that guy. I can't wait. <laughs> my friend and I had a baby boy together six months ago. My friend and I. There we go. My friend and I had a baby boy together six months ago. Congratulations. Mazel. Though there was some initial drama, the baby was unplanned. We are not in an exclusive relationship and have no desire to make things exclusive official. We both absolutely love our son. This has made co-parenting a lot easier than I thought it would be. That's great. I'm happy for you both. That said, my friend does some things that are weird and shady and make me uncomfortable, to say the least. The friend she's, ta- <laughs> the friend she's talking about is the dad. Right. First, even before I was pregnant, he was reluctant to let me meet his mom and some of his other friends. After I got pregnant, he didn't tell his mom what, I was, what was up until I was seven months along. He is now he is in the habit of conveniently neglecting to mention to various friends and coworkers that he is a father. He says that he is uh, this is because he is a very private person, which is somewhat believable as he never posted any pics of his last girlfriend on Facebook or Instagram, even though she was a nine ten question mark. 
and most dudes would be flaunting that sort of thing at every chance. Still, it's hard to not feel insulted by this behavior, and it feels like to me uh, he is somehow ashamed or embarrassed by our situation. He also tries to redirect the conversation whenever I bring it up. I don't get it. What's happening? How can I confront him about this? Sincerely, frustrated baby mama in Atlanta feathering her nuts from 900 miles away. What do you think? Um, well, I, I, I'm curious to know how long the friendship, like, cause like they say friends, were they friends before mm. it happened? Um, like was this, was it kind of like a, Hey, we've been friends for years and you know, this one night it just kind of happened. Yeah. Or is like, was it, were you guys dating? Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, nah, not really. And then we're like, Oh, we're going to be friends because that, that structures the, the style of relationship that you're in. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. When you say friends, like when I think of I think of friends, like I think of like like writer, like I think of yeah, friendship, yeah, yeah. Friendship. I understand what you're saying, and I mean like going back to this last girl with the texting, right? You know, there's a lot of people we have as friends that we're keeping at arm, and I put up quotes with the two hand quotes that we keep at arm's length because we're trying to fuck right. and not make them mad at us. And then if this guy was like, yeah, we're friends and we fuck sometimes, and then you guys had a baby together. This is not how he's, it's not like he's like, oh, well, it's my bestie. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not to say that she's not worthy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, we're just trying to dissect the email. We're trying to figure yeah. this out. Well, what I would say, what I would say is if, if he's uh, a good dad to the kid. That's all that matters. If, if he's a good dad to the kid and he treats you with respect and he doesn't undercut you, because look, when the kid starts walking and talking and understanding and really experiencing life, if he if he's not undercutting you in front of the kid, you know, like trying to one up you, making you mm. look bad, if he's handling all of his responsibilities and he's treating you with respect, I would say give him some leeway on who he tells. Because here's the thing, guys, we're weird. I'm I'm he's yeah. like I hear this guy and I connect with it too because I'm a very private person mm-hmm. on a lot of things too. Don't you think though people always do that private person thing as like a shield against doing the right thing? I think so I think a, a lot of people do. Yeah. But I'm also one of those guys where it's like I don't I don't like people to really know what's going on sure. inside. I don't like letting people in because I've been burned a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz like cuz like I am very like I'm a southern Nice guy, mm. um, but when you let a lot of people in, uh, people will take advantage. You, of you. And to that point, let's let's take his side for a second. Right, uh, I'll say this: you can't judge someone else's social media um, presence. So, like, if this guy, if you're like, why aren't you posting about the baby more on Instagram? That's not a real. That's not something you should be asking for. Right. You know what you're saying. He's a good dad. He's good to you. He respects the relationship. That's that's number one, obviously. If you're sitting there being like, "Well, I post on Instagram about the baby, and I'm proud of the baby every day," and he never posts on Instagram about the baby, um, that's not a big deal. That's not the biggest deal. If though, when she says the whole thing about meeting the mom and the mom not knowing till seven months, it could feel and and people at work, it feels like he's not excited. It feels like he hasn't come to terms with being a single person with the baby in the background. Right. It feels like he's trying to meet people and live his life, and he feels that this baby, uh, the idea of a baby, he doesn't know how to sell this baby to other people in his right. life. He and, also, and that's not fair to her, because right. that's, you know, this is the reality. He's got to grow up. He feels immature to me. Like, if he's going, if he's probably meeting these girls, he probably doesn't know. I think that the idea that they're still in this, like, we're friends. I, you know, where's the level of relationship? Are they still hooking up? 
Right. Is he single? Or is she single? Are they a lot? You know, that that's a question that I have is, she writes, uh, I have a problem. I baby boy together six months ago. Um, the baby was unplanned. We were not in an exclusive relationship. So that's kind of me hearing that you guys are kind of half together still. Right. At that point, of course, I think he's more hiding the, I, I, th- I think what he's doing is he's trying to date other people and while he's doing that, the baby is lo- lumped in with you as right. something he has to hide. Well, also, I mean, like, this is also, because, like, this is my, my whole thing has always been, I, I want to see all sides of it. Because a lot of times sure. people would see this email and most people would jump on, like, oh, he's embarrassed, he's a shit. Yeah, I don't a- think he's embarrassed of the baby. I think he's just not, done, I think he still kind of has a foot in her water right. and they haven't had a breakup or a talk about what their relationship is. So that's why he's got to be cagey about new people in his life. Right. New people in his life are people he's trying to get with. It also it also could be he's trying to protect, I mean, it might be he might be protecting this girl from his mom and his friends, knowing how maybe he knows something about them that she doesn't know. But what could be? I mean, you know what? What ma, What? What woman doesn't want to be a grandma? You know what I mean? Like no, no, what, no, no, no. I, I get not the baby, but the baby mama. Like, mm. like being because like so, there are some moms out there that can say really shitty, conniving things, mm. and those things can set off a chain of events. And he also like maybe it's a guy. He's, he's sitting in his head. He's like, I love this kid. The things with uh, with with baby mom are not, you know, they're they're okay. They're good right now. Like, because most guys when they get in a situation like this, and I can I can understand this. My dad is like this. Mm. I'm like this. When things are kind of going crazy, you just you just want like you're you're not thinking. Okay, what do I do now? You just want to grab something and like I'm gonna hold on until things slow down. I want to keep things in in their spots yeah, for yeah. now, I'm and just, then I'll I'm, take care of it. I'm just later. gonna try to not move any thing until yeah. things kind of calm down and that that to me hearing the situation that's what it sounds like to me yeah this dude is i mean like this thing is like she like he, even though he's hand he may look like he's handling things great he may not be handling things great yeah. on the inside and he's just kind of like okay i just got to make sure that the job is good enough that i can provide that i can buy diapers and formula and i've got to do this like it's not all about da- like i mean it's not all about being sh- like he's not maybe he's not there yet yeah and it, and it's tough because as her she has to be there you know his you know she's there with the baby all the time and she's probably thinking like well i came i'm ready for this baby i'm doing i'm doing the best i can and i don't have time for him to like waffle on whether we exist or not to other people right. and i do understand that i think for her take into account what you said first things first is he good to the baby is he good to you Okay, those things are covered. Then I would get less accusatory, I, because the the emotional response is to go, "You never talk about the baby," right. you know, and it's like that's not going to bring him in. That's going to scare him away. That's going to make him, you know, defensive. And I would just say to her, I would be like, "Hey, we want to do. Um, I want the baby to go with you to your your mom's. I want right. the baby to spend time with your mom." This is uh, Atlanta, right? Yeah, in Georgia. So like, go, you know, and if he's resistant to that. You, I, I think you, with a lot of these things where we know the, that certain people aren't on our side on certain things or are acting weird, you go with them with the easiest thing. <laughs> you know, right. you go with them and you be like, "Hey, I think the baby should be with his grandma." And then if he's not weird about that, you go, "You know, it's weird that you don't want the baby to be with the grandma, right?" right. And then and then lead him into that and and don't get mad. Just be more 
question it. You know, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: get him to the place. Like you right. said, like he's not ready to handle it. Yeah, maybe his mind's in a place where he's not ready to handle it. But you can at least say, talk with me about it. Let me be your ally. Don't right. be an enemy. Be an ally because right. this guy. And then, again, this is again with first saying, That's is he the treating key. the kid well and is he treating you right? That's the key word is ally. Come Whenever you have a serious conversation, come from the side. like, look, this is bothering me. I'm on your team. Yeah. I just want to know why am I not why, – why are you not doing this? I'm, I'm on your side. You, sh- you can understand why I would feel weird about you not wanting the kid to see his grandma. Right. right, you know, and you then know. and then get you get people talking. When they talk more than you, you're getting information. Right, and you're seeing how they feel, and it can make things better. At least he, because right now he's probably scared fucking shitless. Of course, he's got a six month old that he wasn't expecting, and he's thinking, "How am I going to afford this? How am I going to do this?" It's with a woman that I like, but I'm not with, and I don't think I'll be with forever. And I want to, and she says we're friends, and I feel like we've only known each other two years. And what do we do? Then you know, and everything's in in uh, 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 erratic for him as much as it is for you. Right. So start at that with, "Hey, listen, this shit's crazy," but like. You know, why don't you want to do these things? What's uh, I want this to happen. Do you not want this to happen? You know, right. ally. Well, just I mean that, that that you you would most women would be shocked if you came at somebody, especially dudes, with just a hey, look, I'm on your team. Like yeah, that's what, that's what all, all we're most of the time. Most guys are just worried about getting yelled at all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. if you and if you just come at this, you end don't want to like, be the bad guy. Look, I'm on your team. I'm, I'm with on, you. I'm I'm on I'm on team daddy right now. And, and and I and I also understand how this is crazy. Right. You know, we're we got a year ago life was different. Let's talk about it. That's the way to go. But also, the the one blessing, the one good thing is you're also in an unconventional spot, and unconventional spots have potential to make great parents and great mm. kids. Listen, this is all positive stuff. The fact that she's writing about it yeah. is great. J-Train podcast. Can I, can I yeah, say, I, was, I, I, I have never wanted to hear an update on an email. Yeah, we got to hear that update. I want, I want listen, if you're- I want to know if, if they're friends for real. I, 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 want, I right. want to know more about this story, and I want continuous updates. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Got time for one more. Absolutely, man. Since when is being a badass a bad thing? This is like the polar opposite of the email right? we just read. <laughs> Love the podcast. Uh, listen weekly to J Train You Up on my commute in the mountains, and it gives me some much needed levity and perspective in this crazy world. So, right to it. 26 year old woman, an 879 face body personality. I have a job. Lifestyle that involves being outdoors, hiking, fishing, tracking animals. Tracking animals? Tracking animals. Wow. We've got to get that wood flute playing. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> sniffing the ground, sniffing a leaf. It's gone yonder. Uh, Putting your ear to the ground and listening yeah, for hooves. I can hear it. There's a bison trail 30 yards from here. <laughs> Basically just getting down and dirty in the daily at both work and in my free time. Absolutely love it. I work hard in both in college and on the grind to get where I'm at. I don't date coworkers because, unfortunately, it's already a difficult environment for women to be taken seriously. I can imagine that. Absolutely. Did she say where she works or do we have to guess? I'm guessing that it's a very male-driven. It's, it's really all, hard to meet. Tracking it's really doing. hard to meet, meet men at my welding shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many men... <laughs> When you're hunting down possum, that's right. When you're when you're when you're working at a gun range, it's really hard to to find some. To she's find out. Somebody. She's out. In the, I hear a buffalo out in the 
out in the woods. <laughs> I hear a Sephora. You know, I, I gotta tell <laughs> She's you, she's just tracking what, female I, stuff. I, There's a Victoria's Secret outlet store. You know what's funny? Somewhere I, in the distance, I can smell it. I know girls like this from when I grew up, and literally, I remember the the girl. I imagine her hunting a deer, killing it, <laughs> and now she's she's gutting it. And she's like, "Why can't I ever find a good guy?" Yeah. Like she's she's literally she's literally cutting out its organs and field we dressing it. Eat the whole it. deer. <laughs> she's just like, "I don't know, I don't know why I can't find a good guy." <laughs> just her cutting open a deer. You know, this deer's blood makes a great moisturizer. You put it on before; it's a great mask. The white settlers swiped right on the buffalo too much. Too many of. Bu- a buffalo swipe. <laughs> so I've been given the... Uh, I don't date coworkers to be uh, taken seriously, and so I've been giving the apps and setups a try, have success, but always get the same line about being a quote-unquote badass, which should be flattering, but is usually followed by guys feeling intimidated. I have even been told that my job is emasculating, which is the last thing I'm trying to accomplish. I'm looking for someone in a similar job field or has a similar lifestyle, even if it's only in their time off. But it seems like all these guys uh, go for classically feminine girls. And the ones that are interested tend to lose interest in me uh, when they find out that I sometimes know more than they do about backcountry. The one <laughs> backcountry. Play the, we gotta get some West Virginia music. The ones that <laughs> tend to be the most interested are city boys. No t- offense. Were you trying to find John Denver? Is that what you were I want <laughs> West Virginia, Smoky Mountain. But I think it's more the novelty of it. And I'm looking for a like-minded dude for the long term. And for the record, I think I'm an objectively decent-looking girl. Um, and I'm constantly being told that I'm a catch. Honestly, people seem incredulous when I tell them I'm single. So it's the only way for me to have a long-term relationship to play down my badass side. If guys don't want to give a shit, uh, don't give a shit about what we do for a living, why is this a deal breaker? What do you think? Uh, well, first of all, I, I know I listen. Girls like this are absolutely amazing, and sure. there, there are there. You here's the thing: when you are an amazing person, uh, when you're a snowflake. You, sometimes you have to wait for another snowflake. Yeah. And that's hard to do. You have to wade through trash. Don't hide, like, that's the thing is like, don't hide who you are. I know, I'm going to tell you something right now. I know about five or six dudes that have been, like, they're the other end of this. It's like, why can't I just find a girl that can just throw on the mossy oak and the deer piss, mm-hmm. get up at 5 a.m. saying that a long time. And just go, let's go dove hunt. Let's go throw quail hunt. Throw on my mossy oak. Right. And just go for it. And just go for it. I'm why, on her. She gave her Instagram handle. I'm on her Instagram. Why can't I get a Why can't I get a girl that I can just give her a Bass Pro Shop gift card for her anniversary? Yes. Why can't I do that? She's very cute. And and here's what I think she's doing. And I and listen, I take her for a word. I understand. I'm sure guys are getting intimidated. Here's what you have when you have a very specific background item. Sometimes you just blame the background item. For all the things right she's going through the same shit every girl in their 20s is going through oh you're finding guys that don't want to commit welcome to the fucking podcast <laughs> you know so like it's I, I hear what she's saying this whole idea that guys are intimidated that's an excuse guys use when they don't want to keep fucking someone right we're not intimidated guys want you know there's someone out there that's going man i want someone with a dog that's gonna go out and fish and be on board for the things that i like too and they're waiting for you 
I'm on her Instagram. She does a lot of outdoor shit. It seems like a cool girl. She's very cute. She's going to find a guy. You're going to find a guy. I think the one thing that we can stop doing is describing ourselves too much instead of being what right. we are. So it feels like what she might do is she might be the one pushing this badass thing. Right. Ah, I got you better smoke. You know, sometimes we need to like um, tone. Sometimes like like when I went to Penn State, okay, there was a. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Hold on. No, no, I can't wait to hear how this This is going to come. This is going to connect. <laughs> there was all, every school has the guy. I'm from outside of Boston. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have an accent. Um, a lot of people I know don't have accents. Okay. So when I would go somewhere or like when I went to Penn State, there were always, or you go to any college in the country where a kid from Boston comes to that school, mm-hmm. they give them in freshman year, they end up being nicknamed Boston. Right. Because they have the accent, so everyone's like, oh, that's Boston. That towny accent. And they take on this persona of, oh, it's Boston. And everyone calls them Boston, and it's a big fun thing. And then that becomes like the cartoonish version of them. You don't even have to get to know Boston. You just know them by the nickname, and you go, well, that's what the fuck that guy is. And it's similar to this girl being like, I'm country girl. And, and, And you can say it so much that people don't take you as a fully formed human. Right. They just take you as country girl who goes and hunts and fishes. Right. Get that. Don't have to get to know that. Get it. Don't need more. So I think you can pigeonhole yourself. I think all these interests you have are so great. All your pictures, they show this great dog and this great, you know, this great life you're leading. I think you have to slowly let people into that life instead of telling them how great the life is that they're missing out on. Right. Yeah. And you should only do it for people that are worth doing it for. If you meet a guy that you're like, wow, this guy likes the same thing as me. Okay, cool. Maybe you slow walk into that. I don't think you have to tell that guy, well, we're fucking perfect for each other because I got all this shit going too. It's not going to work out with everyone that you have the same interests as. Just like a lot of the people that write in. Yours happens to be a very specific interest that you think is pushing people away. It's not pushing people away. They're just seeing that and going, okay, cool. I still want to fuck. Right. Also, the, pro- the problem is, is that the guys that are into that kind of thing are going to be harder to find because they're not on Instagram. They're not on Facebook. Like they're yeah, not, they're very, they're, yeah. they're, they're very More they're, likely than not. Yeah. yeah. They have six followers, and they have two, po- two posts. Both of them are dogs. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just the thing. That's the world that you're in. But I, I would say, I mean. But she's going to be fine. Like, I think don't, yeah. let's not blame this. Let's not blame this for you being single right now. Like, I, I get, like, they're intimidated. They're not that intimidated. No one's that anything. The reality is you're going to find a guy that's into these things and not into these things and, and all this stuff. But I think it's more about slowing up on I'm Miss Badass, so you better be ready for the life I got. Right. It's like, well, why don't you meet me first? Why don't we talk? Does why don't we have how, a drink? Did she say how old she is? Is, is that saying anywhere in there? She's in her 20s. I mean, here's, 26. here's the thing that I've also learned because I've I've also had many shifts in my life, and in your twenties, like like you may be into outdoorsy stuff now, but in four years, five years, think like this seems like, like it's pretty forever. Yeah, I'm looking at well, her Instagram. I, I, I've, <laughs> I'm gonna say I've been I've been in some pretty f- forever things also. Yeah, uh, but I just just kind of just I I would say just go with it. Your advice is fucking great. Uh, the, like, just, 
everybody goes through this. Everyone goes through this, but also like don't blame it. Right. Like I, you're gonna meet guys that suck, and you don't put yourself, don't make yourself less of the thing you are, but also stop pushing your thing on everybody as if that's the only thing about you that matters. Right. There's a lot that matters. You're complex. You're a fully formed human. Don't be the Boston kid. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Justin Smith, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks for ha- can I can I do can I do one thing? Sure. Uh last last time I was uh I was uh on uh I- at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. So I had a thing happen this weekend and I it's unforgivable. What happened? Uh or not two weeks ago. So I went home and I realized that the majority of my family had never seen the movie Casino. Great movie. It's incredible movie. Uh, I know I'll probably get shit for this. I think it's better than Goodfellas. Uh, that's 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 <laughs> okay. not a, it's not a popular. Opinion. You can pop in a you can pop into that movie anytime though. Casino. It's so long. But oh, it's, it's great. It's yeah. great. So I, I put it in for my entire family. They've never seen it before, and I'm so excited because I'm like they're gonna get to see the fucking greatest. And then they're all asleep midway through. <laughs> all of them. They're all asleep, including including my 21 year old cousin. Uh, who was a uh, in a frat at a uh, school from the Big Twelve? Okay, and uh, the one thing I love about your listeners is anytime mm. uh, I have a vendetta to reach with somebody, sure. they're always uh, very happy to oblige. Okay, and so I would like to go out his Snapchat and, and send him uh, shits and tits and shits and tits. Okay, shits. He, now here's the thing. Here's the well. Also, it is his birthday, so, so maybe some tits. Maybe also. A tits too. Maybe maybe a tit. Like it, it should be a two to one shit tit ratio. Sure. Uh, his name is Snapchat is uh Riley underscore guy forty seven. Riley underscore guy R I L E Y underscore G U Y forty seven, and uh, yeah, just uh, I I'm, I'm telling you, take it, him down. Yeah, he fell asleep in the middle of the casino. Yeah, and here's the thing. Uh, make sure he knows the theme too. Make sure he understands this is what happens when you fall asleep during one of the greatest movies that's ever lived. Absolutely. And so I, I don't. I'm sorry. I just the last time. Last time I did this to a buddy of mine, and he was just like, "What the fuck did you do?" Because now <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting all these crazy Snapchats. Love it. And so Justin Smith, thank you for coming on, dude. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate At it. Justin Smith comedy Riley underscore guy forty seven. That's right. Fuck with that dude. <laughs> Shelby, thank you for co- popping in. Thanks for having me on the ones and twos. Ask at Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>